did it. We are here for the season finale, uh, season two, as we uh, continue on our series, sharing stories that matter to us, sharing them with each other, and then talking about it with you. Uh, this week for our grand finale, well, first of all, I welcome everybody back. Thank you, uh, Kat, Riley, JT, and Daniel. We, we, I'm, I'm really proud of us for finishing the season. I genuinely am. Um, and as always, this podcast is rated S for spoilers. So Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, what, what, uh, movie did you pick for us and, uh, and why did you pick it? Okay. So, uh, the movie that I decided to go with, um, was uh, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Um, obviously, the past, I guess it was four movies, have been um, kind of, you know, thriller or kind of movies that were a bit sadder or had darker or uh, deeper undertones. Um, so once I kind of realized I was going to be the last one up, I was like, do you know what? Let's lighten the mood a bit. But... Um, I still wanted to choose something that was, you know, meaningful to me, you know, movies you miss. It's, you know, not about the movies you miss. It's about the movies that matter. To so you. I wanted to, well, it matters to all of us now. <laughs> um, uh, so I wanted to go with something that, you know, kind of brought me back to my childhood. Um, I was a really, really big like Scooby-Doo fan, still am. Um, but like the, the cartoon, and these live action movies really brought me into the kind of thriller, psychological thriller, you know, movies that are, are made now. Um, uh, and, you know, the, those whodunit type of things. Um, and uh, I went with Monsters Unleashed, so the second one of this live action franchise, because most of you guys have seen the first one, so I had to go with this one. Um, but to be fair, I kind of feel like this movie, although it is a sequel, you could watch it before watching the first one and, and you would still know what's happening. Um, basically, uh, this movie, it was uh, created in 2004. Um, it is uh, a live action and computer animated. Um, it's considered a horror comedy, but I don't know if I would really consider it horror. But um, it is, uh, again, it's the second installment uh, directed by um, Raja Gosnell and written by James Gunn, who we know from uh, Guardians. Um, it uh, stars Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne, uh, Linda Cardellini as Velma, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, and then... Um, it also does star Alicia Silverstone, Seth Green, Tim Blake Nelson, and Peter Boyle as some of the other characters. Um, but that is the kind of the core cast. Uh, basically, this movie is kind of really bringing you back to the original cartoon. Um, if you watched the original, you know all of the monsters that were... Um, you know, made an appearance, uh, the pterodactyl ghost, the tar monster, um, the zombie, the minor 49er, and, and everybody else. Um, these were all characters from the original cartoon that, um, you know, we got to see and we got to see get uh, exposed and unmasked. Uh, basically, they are kind of all... Um, Part of a museum they're all all of the costumes are in a museum and uh the evil character gets to um take the costumes and basically do some magic science fun stuff and bring the costumes to life um so now instead of uh, of these monsters being real life people wearing a mask they're now you know kind of real monsters and uh the gang has to uh, try to stop the monsters from invading Poolsville and taking over and you know a lot of your basic you know Scooby-Doo plot they're trying to, to stop the villain unmask them figure out who it is um, and you know have some other little shenanigans along the way and um, you know some other 
fun plot points that you don't normally see. Um, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, again, like I mentioned before, I believe that you could watch this movie before the first live action, which is from 2002, and you would still know what's happening. Um, if anything, you probably should watch this one first because you kind of get to know the characters a bit more and how they act and how they are um, and all of that. But um, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite movies from childhood and I was glad to be able to show it to you guys and share it with you and you know share my love of of the do um but yeah I, <laughs> the, the scooby-doo um so yeah i'd love to hear uh, what you guys think of it um you know were you were you enjoying the movie and you know your thoughts thoughts and prayers I thought, like, at first it was like, okay, Scooby-Doo, like, I'm a person who's always grouchy about liking the originals and the cartoon that I grew up on, which is all amazing animation, drawn animation, not this digital hocus pocus that people have going on right now. And so I get really, like, guarded about remakes or of anything. Um so, but watching it was really a big throwback and they did really well in recreating the monsters from my childhood. Like when, like I could recognize every single one of the monsters because Scooby-Doo was big in our house too growing up. My first crush was Fred. I don't know, maybe it was the orange neckerchief. <laughs> but I remember being like, oh, I love Fred. Um, and I, yeah, it's I, I a classic. Right? Is that what it is, an ascot? It's, it's called an ascot. I thought that was one of these things. Like, that tucks in like this. I, I could be wrong. I thought it was an ascot. This is an ascot. This is a neckerchief. I don't know. Whatever. It's not a dicky. I know that much. But, uh, anyways, on. so... <laughs> huh? Moving on. You know, dickies, like, fake turtleneck thing? That's yes. what they're called. Yes. Anyways. God, Steve. Um, what the hell was I saying? Yeah, so I was pretty protective of that. I was kind of grouchy about the CGI with um, Scooby-Doo. I think they casted well. Again, major nostalgia with everyone that was cast in this movie. Like you said, Steve, it seemed like everybody from the 90s was in this movie. And so that was good. But something that hit me that you had said, I guess, now and uh, before we watched it, Daniel, that made me look at it in a different way and appreciate it more was that it was what got you into like mysteries and like that kind of suspenseful TV shows that now as an older person um, are a lot more graphic and bad, but it got you into that like whodunit mentality. And that really struck a chord with me because I think that played a big part for me and my sister as well growing up. Um, just being able to be part of that mystery and that kind of having that little bit of spookiness, but knowing that it always wraps up nicely in the end. Um, that really made me go back and think about the stuff that I watched and how influential, I guess, that show really is. So I think they did a really good job respecting the attitude and the villains of our day or my day, I should say, um, and kind of bringing it up a notch and giving that nostalgic 90s vibe of all of those characters so I enjoyed it I I did it was cute and it was funny and it was something that I think as an adult watching with younger people if I had kids would be a really good way to pull me into that movie as well so well done kudos kudos good sir <laughs> I uh, to edit that Steve <laughs> sorry just telling Stevie had to edit it. <laughs> I also really enjoyed this film. Uh, but before I talk about it, I have a confession to make. I never watched the original cartoon for Scooby-Doo. Um, my, my first introduction to Scooby-Doo was this weird DVD that like just came to mind that I was kind of looking over my shoulder to see if they still have. But I think it was a Scooby-Doo Batman collab. Oh yes, yeah, that happened. That, that yeah, that took place. 
and I think that's the only time that I ever watched Scooby-Doo before watching the first live action. And I think even now, I think I've only seen like one episode of the original uh, cartoon. So this, th this movie, it didn't have that sense of nostalgia to me of, you know, all of the, 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 the original characters and monsters and all of that type of deal. But, um, you know, when I, when I watched like the Scooby-Doo and Batman and the first Scooby-Doo, like I was quite young. I mean, what the, the first Scooby-Doo live action came out in 2002, which was a year before I was born. So I watched it quite young. So, um, it still does have that sense of, uh, sense of nostalgia for me. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I had, I never watched the second one. I only ever watched the first one. And I think it's because I really like Scrappy-Doo. Um, but, um, yeah, I never watched the second one. I, I don't know why, but I had a lot of fun watching it. I, I recognized some of the lines from the, from the movie, from like different like clips that I would see online or audio, audio um, clips that I would hear um, on like TikTok and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool to sort of see where it was from. But I, 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 I had a lot of fun watching the movie and I laughed more than I thought I would. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I didn't scooby mind it that was a wow that was bad i think you have to keep that in i nope, think edit that out <laughs> i scooby did there there that's a little better um sure i, I should make what was it i said sure yeah <laughs> i have a confession to make i never liked scooby-doo growing up so I could never figure out the mysteries. And I don't like it when shows think they're smarter than me. <laughs> Are smarter than you? It, it seems like the shows don't think they're smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most people I say that to has the same reaction. Um, I, I enjoyed it when they uh, brought in Scrappy-Doo because the, 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 the mysteries got dumber. And See, that's when I was out. I think I grew out of that. I, I just never got into it. I, I didn't mind it when they did like the collab episodes. Like I remember the one with Batman. Also good. Scooby-Doo meets the Harlem Globetrotters. I was going to say the Harlem Globetrotters. That's they did episode. like bands. They did. they did other like famous actors and the A-team. The, the A-team. Scooby-Doo gets around. All right. Scooby-Doo gets around. Um, so I, I don't have the same love for the franchise. We do have this. But it's not mine. Uh, this is my kids. And, but I have. You have to go for a walk, Steve, with the dog when the scary parts of Scooby Doo came on. Is that yes, why you couldn't get into it? Not like The Conjuring. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot we made you watch The Conjuring. He yeah. did it. He took the dog for a walk. Took the dog for a walk. You was. I couldn't do it. I, I did it. I, anyway. That's we have to make story. him watch Insidious. I know. That, that movie, movie very much that, scary. That was one of the movies Back. that... Oh, sorry. Back to Scoobs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but, so, I mean, I have respect for the franchise. I don't have the deep love for the franchise that everybody does, but I do I do respect the franchise, and it, it's cute. I like what they were doing. Um, but having said that, I actually thought this movie was a hoot, and I think part of that was because, you know... Like like you said, Kat, I connected it differently than Daniel would have as a kid because I'm looking at it and I'm like, my gosh, everyone in this was like, okay, I, when I say hot, I don't mean they were like super attractive. <laughs> I mean, they were all big names. Was it the neckerchief? <laughs> Love that neckerchief. Linda Cardellini, ironically, was like the, the, the least big name, though she's probably done more stuff. Since then, yeah. Um, since then, but I mean, like, the fact that Freddie Prinze and, and Sarah Michelle Gellar was, like, she was just coming off of Buffy. Uh, and, and she was Buffy-ish in this movie. <laughs> she was. I actually respected the fact that they gave her a, a whole storyline where it was her trying to not be, you know, I, I'm not just his her his girlfriend, you know? The damsel know. in distress. Yeah. I liked that this one played with the stereotypes more than the first one, I thought. 
Um, I did see the first one. I never bothered to see the sequel because I, again, just wasn't like super in love with it. But it was fun. I, I watched it. I th I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. I couldn't believe that James Gunn wrote the thing. Um, and then and then apparently on the press tour for what what did he just do? Oh, his last movie, whatever it was, somebody said, are they doing Scooby-Doo 3? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'd consider writing a third one. I'm like, really? Of all time? <laughs> like, now you're talking about this? 20 years later? Um, but no, it was fun. I could see why you, this would be a, a fun movie for you, especially for your childhood. And it's a lot more fun than the Zodiac. Uh, I absolutely can can say that. And and what was the one that Kat made us watch? The Imposter? Mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, there were imposters in scooby-doo as well and you guys didn't watch <laughs> the imposter you all fell asleep and did other things you're uneducated I, I watched it i sat through it all <laughs> I, on you, <laughs> I took a I, I took a snack i took a nap you took a snack you saying <laughs> i took a snack in the imposter no, I was out cold in that one. I was not in this one. I had fun. I'm just kidding. JT, what did you think about Monsters Unleashed? I I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I uh, I do grow up on Scooby Scooby Doo, but uh. I guess maybe that's probably a part of it. Like I saw an episode like once or twice as a kid. Um, but yeah, this movie just made like, it was just very wacky. Didn't really make a lot of sense. I, I can see why it wasn't nominated for an Oscar or anything. <laughs> like, I've trained you so it well. Was. <laughs> now you're saying the lingo. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, I mean, they don't even... It's so out of reality that it like puts you off. Like they never address why Scooby Doo can talk. <laughs> he can't. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh! Wouldn't that be a twist if Shag? It was just that Shaggy was high the whole. Time. I thought it was just he was a burnout and always thought the dog was talking. <laughs> That would make sense, actually, if that was because it's some form of pot-induced psychosis. Nobody else can hear the dog except Shaggy. <laughs> That's why they always do the side quests alone. That's right. That's right. It's like the Sixth Sense. Make a dark movie of that, and like you're trying to talk about like dog-induced right? psychosis. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, they, they never address it. And they're just talking the whole movie. And then, you know, some things don't make sense. Like, how are they getting money? Like, how old are these kids? Why is the city letting them do this? Is the city paying them? And then there's, like, one scene where, like, they're turning, like, what? They're, like, one scene he turns buff. And then one scene where, like, Scooby-Doo's a genius. They're playing around with the chemicals. I'm like, in reality, that would just melt your face off. Like, it just makes no sense. Again, it was only when he was with Shaggy, drug and just like, no, maybe. JT wanted a grittier, more grounded and realistic <laughs> Scooby Doo, where he's a, he's a Rottweiler yeah. <laughs> with a thirst for human blood. That's what uh, <laughs> he's a German Shepherd. That's right. That's right. Shaggy's dog from childhood that passed away and he just can't give him up. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, it's just like a really the, the third movie that he's writing is just a really dark Scooby-Doo that's vaguely based off of the Babadook. Oh <laughs> the Scooby-Duck. It's, it's the Babadoo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I of all the things to criticize in Scooby Doo, I didn't expect it to be the talking dog. I just didn't see that coming. Um, but yeah, and then like I don't know, it was it was kind of predictable too. Like you could guess what was who the guy was, like who's the big villain, secretly acting as a normal person. I, I didn't get it. <laughs> you didn't get what? I didn't figure out the. Villain. 
the bad guy, well, Scooby-Doo is still holding it just up on the bargain with me 40 years later. Still got a hold on me. <laughs> that dumb dog and his... I would have figured it out, too, if it wasn't for that dog and his dumb kids. <laughs> the dog and his dumb kids. I know what I said. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... I don't know, the villain was kind of forgettable, too. Like, what was his motivation again? He wanted to help him evil. I think he wanted to help make new stories of people getting injured or something. I don't know. It was dumb. (laughs) Was he watching a different movie? (laughs) Like, why was he doing all that stuff again? I forgot. Because he's a mean, bad man, and he wants all the money. (laughs) He didn't make any money doing that stuff. He would have robbing places. Oh, what's the... Well, I mean, if he was that smart to make things come alive, he should just sell that. <laughs> Why is he robbing Dan? He's gone about this entirely the wrong way. <laughs> Honestly, I think we should have to watch The Wolf of Wall Street. Maybe he'll <laughs> a couple things. <laughs> if we all rewatch it and take acid before starting. <laughs> well, then we'll just be like Shaggy. <laughs> Maybe it'll just make sense. The whole thing. Yeah, um, you can the the weird like like social commentary with Shaggy beside you. Yeah, you guys don't all have Scooby Doo's in your house. <laughs> They're like house hippos, but just Scooby Doo. Yeah. Um, go ahead. So the what's it called? The villain, uh, Jacobo. He was trying to get uh, revenge on Mystery Inc. Uh, as they were, he was like their first like unmasking or whatever. So he was yeah. sent to prison, and then he broke out of prison, and he sought to get revenge by discrediting them using his Heather Jasper Howe persona. Um, and then later, the you know trying to defeat them with the new uh, monsters. Oh my god! I, I thought the villain was. I thought the villain was, uh, what's his face? Seth Green. I forgot that. The no, they wanted you to think that at one point. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so, so the movie was doing what it was trying to do. <laughs> I'd like to point out that JT didn't figure it out either. So I'm not alone. He has a very, wait. <laughs> <laughs> This whole podcast up. is just <laughs> the pieces getting put together. He has to, to put another, he has to make another persona <laughs> as a woman and then be a journalist. As Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Well, he didn't have That's to. Real. He just wanted to. That's how the villains do it. They get into different things. <sighs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He should have just sold his formula to bring things to life. He could have got rich off that. The Robin. So good. I think that could be said by every single villain of the Scooby Doo Empire. <laughs> like, if you just put as much effort into what you were doing instead of creating the monsters that you do, millionaire. You know what? I, you know what I did like, and it was not this movie. It was no. <laughs> it was. <Wow. laughs> Um, Scoob. Recently, there was a movie called Scoob. Oh, I tried to put that on for day camp kids, and we just we never got through it. I liked it, but uh, people didn't like it because it was like they tried to be too Hanna Barbera and not enough Scooby. I could see that from the beginning. Um, animation. I liked that. I liked that that they 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 opened it up, and it was like Scooby was a part. Like they they had Captain Caveman in that. They had. Uh, uh whoever or dick dastardly and muttley um they had all all sorts of hanna-barbera characters that i do remember from as a kid i like that uh blue falcon um but uh it's very different than this okay i don't know maybe i'm just saying good was a little bit before me like just just a touch before me what was 
Hanna-Barbera, like those kind of guys. Because I remember like the Flintstones and that dog. But I don't remember like Blue Falcon. Right. Well, they had the, the I, I used to watch the uh, the reruns because obviously I know we joke about me being old, but I mean. Under wind up internet? Yeah. The internet. <laughs> oh, child. Uh, wind up TV. Um, yeah. But we had, I mean, I, I saw the Talk reruns of like, uh, not space race. Um, it was, they were, they were, they were all driving cars. I can't think of the. Yes. I remember what you're talking about with the helmet, yeah, the white wacky helmets. races, wacky races. Is that what it was? I can't I remember, but. I remember that. I was very. NASCAR. No, it wasn't NASCAR. <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was, and they were all in it. They were all in it. Um, but. Uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta look it up now. One thing that was brought up uh, earlier when we were talking about the uh, the villain that that it was the one thing about this movie that kind of took like like caught me off guard a bit was that weird little middle section of like random social commentary about how the media just portrays all things as bad, and it was it was a really odd just segment to have uh, in my mind at least in a scooby-doo movie of this just section of social commentary about how like the 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 media can twist people's words into whatever they want it to be that's right right. i've forgotten about that part of the movie yeah it was just this random little middle section where they were where the where they were talking about the, the the whole social aspect of of Fred uh getting uh slammed by the by the media. You know in all seriousness and this sounds like I'm juking the left but I think that was a very late 90s theme. There were lots of movies about that at the time. Now this movie's 2004 but I'm talking about like 90 maybe 98 to 2004, even, even like Batman forever is sort of about that media manipulation. Then Truman show was 98. Um, I'm trying to think, but there were, there was, uh, there, there was another show called uh, Ed TV, another movie called Ed TV, but there, there seemed to be a really interesting self-awareness of media manipulation within the media. It uh, and and it, and it, you're right. It pops up on here for sure. I thought that was very interesting too. I'd forgotten about that, but you're right. It it just kind of caught me off guard because it, you know, in my mind, Scooby Doo is wacky, solve mystery, haha. At the end, rip a mask off a face. Not let's sit down and discuss. You know, you have to solve mysteries. What is it about these evil people that need more? It's deeper than you think. I don't think it is. <laughs> well, Steve can't solve them. So. <laughs> I, she's not wrong. Crapped <laughs> <laughs> on the movie for the. Yeah. JT, JT just didn't like it because he couldn't solve it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like it's like the Zodiac killer. You all thought you'd figured out the Zodiac, but. Nobody, un, nobody saw the ending of Scooby Doo Monsters Unleashed coming. Do you think this film could have been made today? And I don't mean like with the same people, obviously. With us in it. With what? With us. <laughs> yeah. With, could oh. we make it right now? No. Cat's um, got a doll. We can just sub that Scooby Doo. Um. But I, I mean, the way that it was made, is there anything that you notice and you're like, well, that, that, I mean, that's very much of its time, pretty outdated. And maybe not. I was just, I'm just thinking about this. I did wonder if they would have changed how they handled Velma and Daphne. Like Daphne's story, I liked, like, I mean, the, the idea of her not just being the girlfriend, but I'm still not entirely sure that they accomplished that in the movie. They made her stronger and they 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 pointed to that i think in her uh, storyline but they couldn't change who they are because then it wouldn't be a remake it would just be a different movie right it's fair 
I like that they gave Buffy her Buffy powers as Daphne. Like, even I was like, mm, Daphne is supposed not supposed to be this like cool or like put together, but I accepted it. Times are a changing. T- times are a changing in two thousand and four. <laughs> welcome, so, welcome to the twenty first century, cat. <laughs> I get scared when they start to do things again, like now, like 2004, okay, you could do your remake, I appreciated it, but like, they started doing a bunch of, but this is me going off on a tangent, so you can just edit here, okay, so, like, I was, when I was young, those cartoons meant a lot, like the Ninja Turtles, um, G.I. Joe, even, and Gem and the Holograms, they all meant a lot, and I, to this day have never sat down and watched the remake of Gem and the Holograms because from the trailer I refused I flat out refused to watch it because I'm such a hardcore fan but I feel like that's what they would do with Scooby-Doo now right like what would you do to make it better than the 2004 movie you couldn't I don't know why, but I feel like if they were to make a Scooby-Doo movie now where they wanted to keep, like, the original character tropes without changing it for, like, the uh, the, the 21st century, um, I feel like they would... I, I have a feeling they would do one of those cheap, like, oh, they got... They were fighting a villain and got transported in time to... Yeah, 20- like Jumanji. Yeah. And it would just be like, it would be kind of like, oh, that was okay, I guess. Ha, there was a funny scene where Fred couldn't figure out how to use a cell phone and something like that. But it would just be like, it would, it, it wouldn't be the same. Eddie Murphy as Scooby, Kevin Hart as Shaggy, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Fred. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> I'd watch the heck out of that. Are you kidding me? Kendall Jenner as Daphne. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can we just have like a reality show with those people? <laughs> like I- I'm in. You 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 sold me on this show. They would have they would have to tiptoe around so many landmines now. Yeah. I feel like they would CGI the heck out of it, and it would just turn into something that I shook my fist at. I think they'd probably go with more practical effects for the talking dog because that's really the most grounded. Listen, I want pencil drawings. I don't want any. <laughs> 3D animation. I want 1984. Back in my day. Yeah. Where it's yeah. just someone drawing in a flip book on the TV. Yeah. yeah, not many people realize it, but the original cartoon was live. Just... If you look carefully, you can see their thumb in the corner. Yeah, that's, right. Of the yeah. that's right. It's really impressive. Really impressive. Each cartoon was 14 seconds, but man, it packed a <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo. And that was it. That was all they had. That's all they had. Don't you not do peanut butter for lunch? The pages are sticking. <laughs> Also, in my mind, I feel like something they would do if they made it now is they would have one of those cliche nerdy girl takes off her glasses and something. Yeah. They did that in this. But they well, did no, it in a better way. They literally did it in this. That was the whole they point. Did. They did. But what I feel like they wouldn't do now is have the switch at the end. Yeah, where she goes back. Where the guy was like, I can't even like you that way like i liked you for being your nerdy self but that's what they said at the end no but that's what they're saying they're saying that nowadays they wouldn't switch it back they would have just kept it hot so you're saying that now if they film this that velma would just stay the hot girl now like they would be like now that you're wait what (laughs) yeah they'd never get away yeah yeah that's why it would be a terrible remake now. Yeah, no, we're saying it would be an awful movie if they made it now. But I'm saying they'd never do that. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I feel like now they wouldn't even have that, like, I'm going to put on a latex suit and okay. take off my glasses. They wouldn't do that. 
but I feel like they would have a scene where she like, I don't know, like maybe now if they got transported to the 21st century, she gets like, I don't know, like. Wrapped in a mini skirt and like. Or something and doesn't have to wear her glasses anymore. And now all of a sudden Fred's like, oh my God. What is she? Yeah, they would sex up Velma for sure. What does she fall into a laser eye surgery machine or something? Like what? The Maybe. <laughs> Final she destination five. She lost her glasses and got really lost this time. Yeah, she just <laughs> within the first thirty minutes she's gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't know. I don't I don't know if I don't think they could do it, or if I don't want them to do it. I think they could. I, I actually think that it would just be it it would be different like but uh, the Family Channel TV show. <laughs> yeah, it would oh, be, shaggy. It'd be a Netflix series. That's what it would be. But it, okay, so bring it back like Riverdale. Make it super dark. I would watch that. See, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Archie's yeah. back and he's hot. as an acid trip. Yes, do it a hundred percent. Do it, Riverdale. So it's like they come and they're in this town. What's it called? Coolsville. Coolsville. Yes. You know they come Coolsville. back from wherever they they were, and there's been a series of grisly murders. <laughs> but all they find is pieces of latex costume at each site. Like they're tracking Velma the killer. <laughs> it, it would either just be called Do. <laughs> or Scooby Don't to differentiate. <laughs> Anything more about Scooby Doo? I don't uh, know. I did. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, I never when I when I was thinking about this, like, I know it's not the best, you know, best written, best movie, but I think it's fun. It's it's stupid. It's something that a kid like I probably watched it when I was I don't know probably four or five um like you can watch it then and it's silly enough and uh, colorful enough that you know a kid's gonna enjoy it but it still has those things where it's an, an adult's gonna be like you know I recognize these characters so I kind of enjoy it in that way but also you know they they add in that little bit of kind of like adult humor and stuff that's not too wild and crazy where it's like okay you know take it back but you know it's it's it was a fun movie for me that you know kind of meant something and honestly I I was going into this podcast I was like okay I feel like everyone's going to be like that was trash so I'm I'm happy with the the response that uh you know it's gotten um I would love to know what is your who's your guys's favorite of the of the mystery gang um, and also, is the mystery machine now your dream car? Because it was when I was a kid. That's not even yours, Steve. Don't try and bring that out now. <laughs> Steve's still trying to figure out how to drive it. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the end of this movie. <laughs> I think that it does does show Daniel that it is it is a good movie in the sense that like you could watch it when you're five and and enjoy it and I can see it at 41 and be like excited to see like who was in it and kind of have those like nostalgia vibes from when I was younger so I think in that respect it it does what it needs to do as a movie the mystery machine I, the the biggest question is how they keep fixing it because it keeps getting stuck in swamps it keeps getting stuck well, in the it. biggest question is who's paying the bills Did well you that's what who's fixing the mystery machine it's like the paw patrol who's bankrolling these guys you're not, i'm sorry solving mysteries not a big market in there nobody hires you to well, in coolsville yeah i think the I city mean... does duh did you say the BBC does? No, the city does. Just in <laughs> Lego Batman. It's, Lego the, Batman. it's the BBC. You know the BBC. They love a good mystery. <laughs> the British Broadcasting Channel. They just... They, they, they got money to burn. It's like... You know, we <laughs> need like... those, those kids and their talking dog. That's what we need right now. 
Although they've only ever heard that it's a talking dog. No one's ever <laughs> That's heard right. it. Yeah, no one's ever seen it. Apparently it only speaks to Shaggy. I think as a kid, Fred was my favorite character. I don't know why. He was just the one in charge. But as I grow, as I've grown, <laughs> I'm really, as matured. really resonating with Shaggy these days. I mean, he just kind of stumbles into fixing things. He's got a talking dog. He's pretty chill all the time. And he knows how to have a good time. So I guess Shaggy and Scooby, if he exists. Shaggy <laughs> likes to he likes to have some fun, that Shaggy. Right? He knows how to experience yeah, what's happening, time. you know? That's my take. When I was younger, my favorite character was was Scooby, although I'm doubting whether he even exists at this point. <laughs> um, but honestly, like for the first bit of the movie, Shaggy like really annoyed me, but then he like really grew on me. And but I think the point that sold me on him was that whole um, t- this day is paired with the worst day <laughs> of my life. And then Velma asked, what's the worst day of your life? And he said, every other day of my life. Honestly, I think I was sold on that. But in terms of the mystery machine, I unironically almost bought a VW camper bus like last year. Uh, because I wanted to put like a, like a bed back there and like a mini fridge and like go like traveling this year. Mm-hmm. Like a hippie. You can do that without a bed like in the back seat. A, like a hippie. Well, where am I going to sleep? I'm not going to sleep sitting up. I'm not like a psychotic 80 year old that just <laughs> falls asleep in their like wheelchair. I need a bed. What? That got very specific. That <laughs> get very specific. That was a very specific analogy. In their uh, wheelchair, sitting at Shady Oaks. <laughs> yeah. And his name is Jefferson. Shirt. And we know Riley has something out for an eight-year-old who sleeps in wheelchairs. Friggin' Susan. Listen, I just thought it would be fun. I thought it would be cool, but then I didn't. Uh, so, you know. It's fair. It's fair. It's an economy. still do it. Deal. They're expensive. Get all that money that the, your job owes you. Huh. <laughs> uh, Velma. She's she's attractive. <laughs> the click of the tongue, really. <laughs> <laughs> love love the bells. Um, Shaggy, you know what? I will say that Shaggy often grates on me, but I love Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Yeah, I think he does a good job. And now he is Shaggy. Now he. Now I don't mean like he's physically Shaggy. I mean he's. He's doing the voice. He's been doing the voice for like 20 years. He's been doing the voice ever since these movies, uh, which I didn't know until recently. You know, and you know who I hate? Fred. Sorry. Sorry, Freddie. Love Freddie Prinze. I could see that now. I can't stand Fred. Um, he's a chump. He's a chump. Is it because he solves the mystery and so kind of jealous? <laughs> That's it. He's the brains, and it really. But no, I I wouldn't be into Velma if uh, that was the case. That's true. <laughs> um, no, I I I never got his deal. I'm like, dude, what's why why are you wearing like the sailor's outfit? Why what's what, what's up what's up what's up with that? I just I don't get him. I don't get him. No, I'm all about the Vels. And what would you do with it? Would you want the mystery machine? Oh wait! Oh, is that the question? If do I want the mystery machine? Yeah, well, is that now your new dream car? Uh, no, no, it isn't. Well, <laughs> any answer other than Kit from Knight Rider is incorrect. That's nineteen seventy five. Excuse me, that was nineteen eighty five. Don't even. <laughs> or the or the DeLorean from Back to the Future. That's boring. The mystery machine. Love the car. I'm leaving it in the lot and I'm driving away in one of those two. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I feel like the DeLorean would be really uncomfortable to sit in with all of like the sciencey sh- stuff around. Don't care. It travels through time. <laughs> <laughs> I skip it. We didn't even talk about the film. 
They just want to know who your favorite character is. Oh, okay. Um, hmm, I guess it's maybe maybe Velma. No, actually, maybe Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> the reason you hated the movie is your favorite character. <laughs> That's how bad the movie was. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the movie's so bad. That's my favorite the character is the worst thing about it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Maybe, I guess, Valma. But then and she was like a sellout when she did that whole latex suit thing. But then, I don't know. Um, Bad guy? <laughs> he was yes. pretty um, I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite character in this movie. Yeah. It's fair. Would you would you own the mystery machine if you could? Um, you can own it now. You just gotta paint it. You can get a <laughs> and, and repaint it. Yeah. <laughs> just paint it gray. Just it's just cover over the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't it. I mean, I would prefer something electric, but <laughs> they're just giving them out, you know. <laughs> the mystery machine is not eco-friendly. <laughs> it's it's a gas guzzler. It's a gas yeah. guzzler. Can't can't argue with that. Yeah. Runs mostly on diesel. <laughs> I'll answer the questions. Um, after watching like the first and the second live action, uh, like initially when I was younger, my favorite was Daphne because Sarah Michelle Geller. Now though, my favorite is Velma because as I have grown, I love some smarts. Hate the color orange, but whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, no, I yeah, Velma is definitely like now my favorite. Um, I love Linda Cardellini, so, and I mean, still like Sarah Michelle Geller. So definitely, when I was younger, I guess that's not really celebrity crushes, but like character crushes, Velma and Daphne. Um, and yes, I would drive the mystery machine. Um, again, when I was younger, honestly, like that was you know, oh, when I'm older, like I want to get. A, a minivan or whatever and paint it to look like the mystery machine. If uh, I have a minivan painted as the mystery machine, I think I would just immediately hurl myself off the nearest bridge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. Um, but yeah. I think that would be cool. I've seen like people are actually doing that. Um, I think actually Matthew Lillard is sponsoring like an Airbnb. It's like a weird like travel Airbnb. And I think it's a, a van that looks like, like it's painted to look like the mystery machine. That, uh, see, I would do that. Yeah. So I don't know, but those are, you know, my answers, but uh, yeah, I would love to know. Um, I mean, my, my pick for if it's a, a screen it or skip it. I mean, I think if you've watched Scooby-Doo when you were younger or are just now getting into it or are, you know, younger and are kind of like, oh, you know, I've heard of this. Like, you know, it's a, it's a silly little live action adaptation of the cartoon. Um, I think that's one of the reasons for me why I'm okay with obviously not everything being realistic is because it's basically the cartoon just with live people and a, a 3D animated dog. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it, it's, it's fun. It's, you know, it can get people into those like mysteries and, you know, thrillers if that's what they're into. And, you know, in all honesty, like this movie is better than some of the like psychological thrillers I've seen in recent years. 
um, you know, especially some of the ones that are like Netflix originals. Um, unless Netflix ever wants to sponsor, then Netflix is the best. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like I, w- I would screen it. You know, it's fun. So uh, what about you all? Screen it or skip it? I'm really on the fence because I really enjoyed the movie and I had a lot of fun watching it. And I, I, I agree with what you're saying about like, you know, like if Scooby-Doo is part of your childhood, like this movie, it's going to be like, it's going to be that really fun throwback for you, not just for the original cartoon, but for all of the, the actors and actresses in it and that whole sort of era that it's set in. Like, that's going to be a really fun throwback for you. But also I feel like, like, if you don't see it, it's not going to be the end of the world, right? Like, hmm. like the, 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 I, I could have lived happily by just not seeing the second one. I think, <laughs> I think, no, okay, no, like, I could have, I lived get what they're saying, though. In full yeah. life by skipping this film. <laughs> no, let me, finish <laughs> let me finish my sentence. I'm not done speaking. Okay. I saw the first one, right? And I had no intention of seeing the second one. This is getting better and better. <laughs> I have a point. I have a point and you're not letting me get to it. It's so much fun to keep you from it. Anyway, go ahead. I saw the first one. I had no intention of seeing the second one. For a long time, I didn't even know that there was a second one. But I had no intention of seeing the second one. Am I glad I saw the second one? Yes, I am. But do I feel like you have to see it? No. So, therefore, I don't know. That's my one indecisive person. (laughs) I get what Riley is saying. Like, I lived a long and happy life before this movie. And (laughs) I didn't say it like that. No, I mean, I mean, I could have, I could, I could have been totally happy for the rest of my life had I not seen this film. Um, I I get it. It's like 100% that. If you haven't seen it, it's not something you're going to go run out and get. But if you have kids of your own and you remember that nostalgia of Scooby-Doo and kind of want to share it with them, you should watch it and sit down with them because you will enjoy it. Like if you've got people that you want to introduced to Scooby-Doo and all of that. Yeah, definitely screen it. But uh, I get where Riley's coming from. Like, I, as a single 20-year-old-ish person, wouldn't just run out and watch it. (laughs) However, (laughs) if I had kids, you know, if I was at that age. My audio (laughs) cut out there. But anyway, sorry, go on. I was 20 at some point, okay? Um... Yeah, I think it's a, it's a cute movie. It's a fun movie. If you have a family and you want to watch it together, it's a great way to introduce them to that stuff, is what I would say. Do what you feel. You do you. And you called me indecisive. <laughs> do what you feel. This was the best live-action sequel to Scooby-Doo from 2004 that I've seen this year. And... <laughs> Hands down. No question. Um, I mean, I, I live, I'd planned on living a full, rich life without having seen the film. And I thought it was fun. I, <laughs> Riley's, Riley's done with me. He's done. Um, no, in all seriousness, I thought the film was, it was fun. It was cute. Um, I have no objection to it. Is it a movie that I could have missed? Sure. But I had fun. And it was nice to have fun because we haven't had a lot of fun watching these movies this year. Because we've we we've been sitting in the dark side. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was it was it felt nostalgic to me, which is weird because I really don't have a lot of nostalgia for Scooby-Doo, but it did feel nostalgic for me. I liked it. Would you watch it with the boys? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. My family, like... My seven-year-old, Jossie, would love it because he's all into ghosts and creepy Mm -hmm. stuff. He'd he'd love this. 
he would wish that Slimer was in it. For some reason, he's obsessed with Ghostbusters. Never seen it. But uh, anyway. <laughs> so yes, I would. Hands down, I'd watch it with my kids. I don't think one of us has actually answered the question yet. I did. I told you. We watch all it with your family. It. Not you. You sat on the fence, you fence sitter. No, I said watch it with your family. No, Bring I'm talking to Riley. No, you no. said. So <laughs> Pat, Pat said, do what you feel. <laughs> she did. She did. She can't deny the, the you do you comment. Um, that's... There's noises in my house that I'm uncomfortable with. Uh, what does the doll say? No, I'm it's really it's really starting to freak me out because it's just like i know it's the people downstairs i know it's the people downstairs but it just sounds like it's coming from the bathroom do it's you know it's the people downstairs i pee in a corner in my room <laughs> there's no people downstairs <laughs> wait a second <laughs> you live in the basement okay um all right jt let's hear it I guess I'd say skip it. Um, it just didn't make a lot of sense, you know. Like, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I, I was gonna say something positive, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> I broke him. Now he's a TIFF guy. <laughs> it's all about that film festival. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. I wouldn't, if I had kids, I wouldn't show it to them, though. But. <laughs> you wouldn't even show it to your kids? <laughs> you just, JT just wants to pretend this movie doesn't exist. Instead, he was living he, such a happy life before he watched it. <laughs> if JT had kids, they'd be sitting down watching Zodiac. That's what they would <laughs> Oh. Scooby-Doo on a parental lock. That's right. They're the only movies his kids aren't allowed to watch. <laughs> oh my What's God. our next series going to be? Scooby-Doo. Just, just doing Scooby-Doo. We, we haven't decided that yet, but we will do that. Um, and uh, I, first of all, thank you to all of you for doing this because, uh, oh, you know, I, this, I, I love this. I, I love that we've been doing this. It's been fun for me. Before yeah. we wrap up, here's a question for you all. Before we wrap up, if you could pick, if you had to pick one film that we've watched to watch again and you can't pick your own, what would it be? Okay, would it remind me again what yeah. we want? <laughs> Social Network. Huh? Mark Zucky. Oh my gosh, we've been doing the it since shorts. then. Cool. Uh, the Imposter, Zodiac, and Scooby Doo Monsters Unleashed. Leave your comments in the space below. In the comment section. I'm new at this. I choose the social network. I completely forgot that we watched that movie, actually. Um, and I could have led a long and happy <laughs> without having to <laughs> social network. There. But I would watch it again. I would probably make my mom watch it because she likes to have those like intellectual conversations or whatever. So, you know, we could probably do something with that. Yeah, not like on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we spent half of this podcast pitching a Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> you watch, they're listening. They, even if we get zero yeah, views right. on this. We, they're gonna, there's going to be a Scooby-Doo. Yeah, we're we're going to post this video. It's going to be happy. It's going to be all up. And then a year later, we're going to get copyright stricken from Netflix. Tune <laughs> in next week for my going back into uh, Riverdale and seeing if Jughead <laughs> does get abducted by aliens. <laughs> all oh, right. yeah. Social network. The other one. Which one would I watch again? Yeah. Or recommend what? Yeah. And I can't pick my but own. You can't pick your own. Skippy Doo. What? Really? Woo! 
<laughs> Daniel, Daniel is vindicated. He's all right, vindicated. that's all I needed to the hear. The whole thing was worth it. Because I feel like the social network could have been a documentary that I didn't have to watch people act in. And it would have given me more stuff. Um, you guys picked the most random reasons for things. The big short is my Scooby-Doo film for Steve because <laughs> I never understood it the whole way through, even when they had people explaining it. I never Parker found Robbie out. in a bathtub didn't explain it to you well enough. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. got it. Um, I never found out who the villain was in that one. <laughs> Um, I really loved the movie. Uh... Oh, obviously not that much. <laughs> oh, you know. Zodiac. Yeah, it was like the Odyssey. <laughs> Adventures in Odyssey. What? <laughs> I really that one was a good one. I may not have had a lot of sleep. Like I may have been struggling through it. But again, I feel like there's so many documentaries that you can watch. You get that much information out of. Um, although there were some great actors in it. So I guess, I mean, if you want like a fun, cute little mystery movie, right. throw on some popcorn and watch some Scooby-Doo if you're not going to watch The Imposter. And if you wouldn't choose The Imposter over Scooby-Doo, I don't want to know you. Watch some Scooby-Doo. It's cute. <laughs> Daniel? Um, well, I'm going to be honest. I didn't like the the Zuckerberg. Yeah. I didn't like the stock market crash one. Daniel wouldn't watch any of them. Um, I, I like the imposter, but documentaries aren't really my thing. Um, I guess I guess I would go with Zodiac. That's a I like that one. Well, uh, yeah, Zodiac, Zodiac would have been my yeah. second. Second choice. Woo! <laughs> I guess it, to be fair, I like Zodiac now because of Scooby Doo. So full Very circle. Similar. Oh yeah, that's true. It's fair, Jason. Um, I think I watched my movie again. But you can't pick yours. You can't pick your own. <laughs> I think then I really like the social network. It was also one of my choices, though. Um, <laughs> no, I really liked it. It really showed Zuckerberg in all his glory. <laughs> the big piece of crap. Um, and it was also really interesting to seeing the face, like kids of Facebook and what we're at. What, happened during their drama um i also really like zodiac actually i've never seen that movie i know about the zodiac killer just from like buzzfeed um <laughs> tell us okay. what zodiac killer and we'll tell you what kind of bread you are right <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah but no zodiac was really good the mystery of it and like what happened um i had i sure saw like oh, on the video I saw in BuzzFeed, it did like summarize like with, like all the series and stuff. But like seeing it come to light was really good. And then they had like an A-list cast as well. I think I'd watch that again, just because I've seen Social Network a bunch of times. And that was my initial first choice. But yeah, both were really good. If not, I'd watch my movie again. <laughs> or Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um, yeah, I just straight up watch Social Network because I'm breaking my own rule. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I was gonna say you cannot. We all know you wouldn't watch friggin' Imposter. Again. Well, I had to be fair. I did watch it again because I slept through it the first time. I would watch Zodiac again, mind you. Uh, maybe it's... I'm the winner of this season. Hey. You, you know what? You picked a good one. I, I need I, a new season because last time I wasn't going to win with Gremlins because it's summer. <laughs> and this time you guys are just too we'll late. Come up with <laughs> new rules. We'll, we'll yeah. change the rules. We'll change the rules. No, I, I really would. I, I thought Zodiac was really well made. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it told a good story. And Fincher, I think, 
even bad Fincher is more interesting than the average film in a lot of ways. Like, you know, even less interesting of his uh, films of his, I find pretty interesting enough. Um, we are, you know, big short, I think is good. Uh, I, I don't think I'd revisit it. I don't think Scooby-Doo, Sco you know what? Scooby-Doo would be my Scooby two, you know, my, my number two. And the imposter, actually, I would go with the imposter if I need a nap. Um, that would be the film. Play this out for me. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Great. It can go to print. <laughs> just going to print. Thank you all so much. This has been so much fun. I'm glad that we did this again. Uh, I look forward to us doing it again in the future. Um, and, uh, I mean, for the last time, remember for you at home, uh, oh, actually last time, it's the last time. This is our last episode. Do you no, remember? Wait, I'm in it forever. Not ever. No, well, we'll come back. It's not about the movies you missed. It's about the movies that matter to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>